0: And welcome to episode number eight of the All About Ag with Esther podcast. I'm your host, Esther rana Rebecca, and I proudly represent the Waverly FFA chapter in the state of Nebraska. This week's guest is Courtney Blagg. Courtney is a senior from the Ulaga FFA chapter in Oklahoma. She is currently the secretary for her FFA chapter. She has been very active within 4-H, holding many officer positions over the years. She is the owner of Courtney's Cakery and CB Photography. She has participated in Ag Sales, Freshman Quiz Bowl, Floriculture, Prepared Public Speaking, and Livestock Judging over her FFA career. She has had the state-winning and gold finalist agri-science Fair projects in 2020, 2021, and was the fifth place in state agri-science in 2022. She was a part of the 2023 state-winning Agricultural Issues Forum team in the state of Oklahoma. She has earned numerous awards with her show, Lambs and Goat Projects. So, Courtney, welcome to the podcast. And will you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Well, hi,
1: everyone. Um, that was a great bio. I don't really know what else to add about myself. Um, yeah, I pretty much immerse myself in my ag chapter. That's about all that I do. That and my sheep and goats. Um. I am a YGB counselor, which means I teach showmanship camps to younger showmen and um, compete in just about anything
0: that my ag teachers will let me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think me and you are about the same. We literally do everything with an FA, and then like, don't really have a life outside of that. Yeah. But (laughs) that's okay. So since... You're very involved in your FFA chapter. What made you join the FFA in the first place?
1: So I don't know that there was one, like, defining factor. Um, my brother was in FFA before me, so I was pretty much involved in FFA when I was in, like, the sixth grade. And so it was just kind of sort of my idea, like, I'm just going to go. Like, there was no ands, for or buts about it. That's kind of where I decided I was going to belong. Um, and thank God I did, because... I was right. Um, this is my home, and I don't know what I'd do. Don't know what I'd do with all my free time if I wasn't in it.
0: <laughs> I agree. What would I do if I wasn't coming home at 3 a.m. from the Lone Grove Speech Foundation? Exactly. What would I do with myself? Maybe get some <laughs> sleep for once. So, if that's what made you join the FSA, what made you stay?
1: I don't know that there was like what made me stay. Um, since my brother was in it, I had kind of seen everything. Um, and since I was in eighth grade, like, if somebody offered me a ticket to something, or like, hey, we're going to this contest, you want to come? I was on the bus. I was like, I was running. I might have not been able to run in heels in official dress, but I tried. Um, I basically tried to do anything that they would let me. Um, COVID obviously kind of pumped the brakes on that, my eighth grade and part of my freshman year. But and my ag teacher, Katie Smith, is a wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, she I don't know her official title, but she is the ag teacher, like Oklahoma's Ag Teacher of the Year or whatever that title is. I don't know the official title. Um, and I think I probably take her for granted sometimes, but she is probably my saving grace when it comes to keeping me sane in all of this.
0: You know what? Running in heels in official dress is a talent, and it, it's takes, a talent. Years to per- it takes years to perfect. Some are good at it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, so if someone was talking to you about maybe wanting to join the FFA or add an ad class, what would be your advice to them?
1: Totally just do it because no matter what you're interested in or what you're good at, there will be a place for you. Um Like, that's the, I think, the perfect thing about this organization is there is a place for anyone with any interest whatsoever at all. Like, if you're good at playing an instrument, we have band. If you're good at singing, there's a choir. If you're good at, like, really deep analyzing things, you can do any judging contest you want to. Like, I think that's the really cool thing about it is that there's a place for everybody. um, And you will find a home here and people will accept you because they're just so amazing when it comes to the FFA organization. So totally just do it. Um, because what you're going to get out of it
0: is never going to be negative. Yeah, I agree. But if you're an, anal- if you're an analytical thinker, don't do judging contests. Come to the Agri Science Fair. It's so Real. much fun. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite contest within the SSA?
1: I'm going to probably go with like the really basic answer here. Um, speech contests, um, because I'm a really social person and I love talking to people um and all of my favorite people are at speech contests so that's probably and i get to see them the most out of anything so i think that's probably my favorite contest because i love like really getting to like show off what i've worked so hard on especially when you have like three speeches
0: um and then you get to socialize with your favorite people well and you're one of those people that i truly don't know how you memorize three things at once because last year you had so many things going on like you were doing like three speeches at every jackpot we went to yeah. you were doing ag issues i'm pretty sure you had an agri-science fair project and i'm sure I you did. had something memorized for that too yep like i don't know how i don't know how you kept it all straight like, I, 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 think I think there's more this year tbh <laughs> oh fantastic right because i'm struggling to keep my speech all these parliamentary procedure motions and my agri-science fair stuff i'm going to struggle to keep all of that memorized Hopefully, when I qualify all three for state, um, because districts are only two weeks for speech and parley. Yeah. (laughs) So, my speech was written in September, and I got it memorized, like, three weeks ago. So, I only have, like, six weeks of practice. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a little stressy, but it's okay. (laughs) Um, At least we're not district, like, nine. I have, like, their CD, or their LDE um, qualifiers, like, last week. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, not fun, but it's okay. It's it's character building. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's just what I have to tell myself. Yep. Um, what's something you want to try before your FSA career is over?
1: One thing that I would really like to try that I know I'm not going to get to would be the AdCom competition. Um, I love everything ad Communications, like graphic design, writing, pictures. Um, sign me up. Um, but obviously, I'm doing livestock digging now because Mr. Jackson our new ag teacher has committed me to that and I'm actually not as bad as I thought I was at it um and so we're kind of running with that and yeah I'm not going to get to because we don't have a team but I think that would be so interesting to do
0: I think you would be so good at that because I've seen all your pictures and like your count of like all of your banners that you've made, and they are so pretty. Like, oh, thank you. Like, I want one, even though I haven't won a lifestyle judging contest. Like, I want one. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is your favorite thing within the SSA?
1: Um, the people. That's totally like, I don't have like a favorite competition or like that or whatever. It's the people. Um, I would be strung seven different ways sideways. If I didn't have the wonderful friends that I do keeping me sane and, like, having, like, me break checking me, like, are you getting burnt out? Like, do you need to take a break? Um, they just make my life so much better. So, definitely the people are my favorite part about it.
0: Well, and they keep life so entertaining. Like, what would I do if I didn't have Carson Cantrell FaceTiming me with her um, matching stuff frog? Like, what would we do if we didn't have those people... Exactly. life so much fun. Um, and you might not have an answer for this one. But on the flip side, is there something within the FSA that maybe you don't like or something that you want to change? I really don't, TBH. I feel like I could be like, I don't like all the time it
1: takes. But I really do because I don't have anything else to do. Like, this is all I do. So, I definitely don't have an answer
0: for that. Well, um, on Jacob Simpson's podcast, I Believe TV. and um, when Karsten was on there, she said she would change the FFA colors to pink. And I Real. am in, I'm in full agreement. It's like, we should do it. We I should totally do it. Is. Somebody get me a yeah. pink corduroy jacket. <laughs> yeah. Me and Lauren just talked about this on our episode um, that went live a couple days ago. Um, we want pink corduroy jackets. Like, sign us up. Sign Real. us up. We want I love, them. <laughs> I look way better in pink than I do in dark blue. So, sign I, exactly. me up. And, and pink and <laughs> Pink and black go together. So exactly. it'd be it'd be wonderful. What are your goals for the rest of your FK career?
1: Um don't procrastinate and <laughs> like just enjoy all the moments. Like even if the moments are sitting at my monitor for three hours working on AET. Um remember to enjoy it because I'm not gonna really get to do it again. Like this is my last one. So just enjoy it and quit procrastinating. So my ag teacher doesn't have to yell at me.
0: And because we love it when we procrastinate and don't fill out our AET for three months, and then you have to go back and find all the stuff you've done for the past three months—like six hours—and then log all the stuff and log all the paychecks and just log it all. And it takes like six hours, which is double the time it would have taken if you just did it in the beginning. That is the story and, of my life. Trust me, when I was trying to get my AET account moved over from Oklahoma to Stillwater, I was logged out for three weeks, and I got so far behind that it took me, like, three hours to get it all put back in. But, you know, what? that's okay. Again, it's character building. It's so fun. (laughs) Courtney, what are your essays?
1: Okay, so I have, like, a bunch of them, so we're going to go, like, brief. Brief description. So, obviously, I have my agri-science, my integrated research, um, because all of my projects have been around cake, because I have a cake business. Um, So, that's my integrated integrated science, or integrated research, SAE. Um, And then I have my goat one, which is I break bucks for Kester Farms, meaning they send me their bucks that they breed, and I train them to brace and to walk and kind of like, showboat around make them look pretty so when it times when it comes time to get their picture taken um they look really nice and it was really effortless and they're much easier to market that way um and then my photography business I take pictures at shows um for breeders when they want to sell animals I design marketing and advertising for breeders in Oklahoma um, that and then my second one and I don't remember what we put this one under it's some sort of education is my YGB counselor. So, I get to teach and educate showmen. I'm not going to say younger showmen because some of them are my age. Um, showman, showmanship skills and all of that with my super wonderful, amazing team of counselors.
0: That's super special because I've seen all your posts on that. And, like, you getting to educate those that are around you about how to show animals properly is something so special and I think that's so cool and it I bet, I literally I bet so it's so much fun
1: like um, the way that I can describe it is like alumni camp but with animals and Jesus so if anybody knows me that's like my heaven they're like my favorite things ever
0: oh <laughs> that's so sweet um because during my two years in Oklahoma today I'm kind of a shame to admit it but I didn't get to go to alumni camp <gasps> because yeah i know it, yeah it, yeah but i'm at some point i'm probably just gonna like pull up and just show up right. just show even, up not even not even tell anyone i'm just gonna be there i'm just gonna like pull up and just be like hi guys what's up do it um, i'm just gonna pull up some random summer and be like especially the session is going to like i i've got inside resources that when yeah. like spill the tea like, yep. when I went and surprised them all during Expo at Nationals. Like, they had no idea. And I just tapped Mr. Branson on the shoulder because he was turned around. And <laughs> I was like, hey, I think I know you. Like, you look familiar. Have I seen been you second, before? Yeah, it took me a second to, like, realize who I was. But it, it, was, it was great. <laughs> what are all your CDEs and LDEs?
1: Um, I have done just about anything that they would let me and or tell me to do um so i did the creed i did team creed uh we had freshman quiz bowl i've done floriculture um ag sales uh livestock judging oh my goodness what else have they told me to do and then ag issues of course science speeches whatever else they'll let me do um currently i am doing livestock judging science,
0: and speeches i think are the three that we have this year that's good. That's really good. I'm, um, because in Nebraska, literally every CDE you have to qualify for state before you actually just get a pull up to the state contest, which oh. is a little whack. Yeah, it's yeah. a little whack. But um, because our CDEs are during convention, which I find a little weird too. Like, I don't like yeah. it. But it's, it's okay, I guess. Um, so, because there's two different district days for CDEs and a different district day for LDEs, I'm literally doing like, Six. Um, because I'm doing a speech and I would do Extemp next year, but you can only do one speaking event, individual and one team event. So since I'm doing Parley, oh. I'm only doing prepared, which is fine because there's someone else doing extemp from Waverly. So I wouldn't oh. want to I wouldn't <laughs> want to compete against them anyways, so it's fine. Um, so this year I'm doing Parley. Um, which <sighs> It's so much fun reading an entire book about rules. It's a blast. <laughs> um, and I'm giving a speech, um, which ties in, like you said, to agri-science, um, because I'm giving a speech about the importance of educating consumers on food safety and the Love growing it. food and the growing foodborne illness crisis, which I think is great. Um, fits me well, I think. Yeah. And then I'm doing ag sales, which I don't really know what I signed up for. Real. <laughs> I'm I ag- did yeah, I'm doing ag sales because I'm in the ag sales and marketing class right now, which don't really know how I got into that. I'm supposed to be in animal science, but that's fine, I guess. It's, it's okay. been a blast. It's been a blast this semester, actually. That class is so much fun. Um, and I'm doing biotech, which I don't really know what that is either, but Spath told me to do it. So I put my name on the list. Nice. And for the first time in like five years, Waverly FA has a meat judging team. So. We're, we're having a meat shooting team this year and yeah. hopefully we make it hopefully we make it stay which we probably won't because none of these people have ever seen a cut of meat before that they've had to like <laughs> identify and tell you where it's from um because they know where it's from they know it's from the grocery store shelf so we're probably not qualified for safe but <laughs> that's okay it's gonna be the experience
1: because our can- team's
0: gonna our team's gonna be so much fun um yeah, so we're we're going to have a blast. Like, Spath is all worried about it. I'm mean, like, this is going to be so much fun. Like, worst case is if we can't find someone to coach it. Like, I've got all this stuff, like, sitting around my house because my mom's a meat scientist. Like, we can just pull out and I can coach the team if I have to. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> like, I have I don't even know why we have these, if I'm being completely honest. But we've got, like, two sets of the USDA official grading cards. For quality. And I'm like, oh. I don't know why we have these, but now that they're in the ad classroom, we're going to pull them out the first practice. So I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we have these things, but we do. So it's, we're going to use them to our advantage. <laughs> so, is there a contest or event that you wish you would have started earlier? So, my livestock
1: judging career is kind of whack. Um, I did it one time, like two years ago, um, before we had Mr. Jackson with us, um, and I was really bad at it. Like, when I say bad, I mean, like, place to class backwards bad. Um, so, I did that once, and I was like, yeah, uh, I'm not good at it, so we're going to pick a new one. Um, but then I got volunteered to do it this year, and I was actually 15th individual at Tulsa, and there's a funny story on sheep and Go day, big three, um, that I like dropped. So I dropped two, right? But since it was my first, this is the first contest I've ever went to in two years. Um, and I didn't check my scamtron because I was like, I'm bad, right? So if it's wrong, oh, well. Um, and it was wrong, but I, I wasn't bad. And so I dropped 22 instead of two. Um, which is a really sad story, <laughs> but I wish, I feel like I would have immersed myself in it the way I have this year earlier. Um, but I also didn't have like a super great coach then, like I do now.
0: Yeah, so, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, this meets he might get stuck with me, who, um, is younger than some of the people on the team, same age as one of them, and a year older than the other one. Um, so, yeah, we might be stuck with me for co-prices until we kind of figure out who's supposed to coach us, because you really can't pick anyone that's involved in the state contest, because apparently advisors in Nebraska like to accuse chapters of cheating and get them disqualified from things, so oh. we just don't, yeah, we just don't want to have to deal with it, or something yeah. to that extent. I don't really know what's going on. I just do what Spratt tells me. Real. Um, yeah, I just do what she tells me, and... Just hope it goes the way it should, um, if we're being completely honest. um, Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> so, kind of flipping from FFA to more um, to your showing career, what made you cho- choose to show sheep, and what made you choose to show goats?
1: So, the sheep came in after I had already shown goats for five years. Um, and I, pre- well, let's see, I don't know when to pinpoint when I was just like, I'm a sheep um but at YGB we were at camps with sheep and goat kids so I had friends with a whole bunch of sheep and then had won a whole bunch of stuff with their sheep Um, like they were really talented um and so I think I was just like at a camp watching these little sheep showmen and then I was like I'm just gonna get one because like what's the worst thing that could happen um and I am five sheep deep now and that was probably the worst thing that could happen was I had five sheep but I don't really know when to pull, like, an iron out of the fire and be like, I've got too much going on. So, it's fine because they're all very well-loved. So, it's okay. Um, And the goat thing, kind of, my brother showed goats a year before I did. And I don't know if it was, like, the competitive sibling thing that, like, got to me. and I was like, well, he had one, so I need to get one. Um, So, I did. I got a bottle baby. And when I tell you, like, these things... Like, spines were sticking out of the bodies. Like, they were little, little, ugly little, little, little things. Um, and that was what I showed first. And I was bad, too. It was not just the goat. Um, and then my second year, I got in with Kesters. And they are the most amazing people ever. Um, they're, like, my second parents now. So, and they've kind of... <sighs> I've totally, like, I am their people kind of thing. Like, I... Those are the only goats that I've shown ever. So they've kept me under their wing and kept me going. Um,
0: and yeah. Yeah, that's fun. So do you prefer showing goats or lambs more?
1: That is probably a loaded question. And the answer to it is probably whichever one wins more that day. Um, Like if I'm at a show, if the sheep win more, I like the sheep more. And if the goats win more than the sheep, then I like them more. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sometimes that's just how it is. Sometimes that's how it is with your parents too. It's child's winning more. That's the one we like the most, which makes it really hard for Joshua to dethrone me because (laughs) when you just won nationals, it's really hard for your parents to be like, no. Your brother is achieving more than you. No, he's not. Don't. Lie to no, he's not. No, he's not. He's in seventh grade. He didn't even play football this year because he got hurt before the first game. Like, no, he's not achieving more. You can't even say that. So, which show animal out of all of them that you've had has been your favorite and why? So
1: I've got two. I've got a sheep and a goat. Actually, um, my sheep was my. Dorset Advantage You that I had last year. Her name was Bleach. Um, she was pure white. She had like some little spots on her face. Um, she was beautiful. And like, white sheep normally don't win shows just because, like, that's not how that normally works. Like, genetically, the hamps, the naturals, or the crosses are always the ones you're like, whoa, that's a good sheep. Um, but she won her fair share of shows. Um, because she was so just so pretty to look at um she was the best showmanship sheep ever so she was definitely my favorite sheep ever um goats he also comes from last year it would be my goat named little man he was a lot he was about as wide as he was tall he was a stocky little thing he is also like the best showmanship goat ever like he if you were just like hey let's go this way he'd be like okay we're going like, he just did whatever you wanted him to. And I've got another one like that, too, whose name is Payback. I love him just as much as Little Man, probably. Um, but he is not little. He is 106 pounds. He is huge. Um, so, those are those are probably my favorite ones.
0: Yeah. I wish I kind of would have gotten to, into the showing thing more before I joined up Because then maybe I could have convinced my parents that, like, I wouldn't kill anything that showed up to my house Um, because I can't even keep this succulent alive and I struggle to keep the fake ones alive because I drop them so like they break everywhere so my parents don't think I can keep anything alive to be fair I can't keep a succulent alive either (laughs) yeah like there's a grow light on it but I honestly think it's like shrinking not growing so (laughs) we'll see (laughs) it might die in a couple days um but Josh was still alive, so I obviously haven't killed everything. like he exactly.
1: Made
0: he's made it twelve years. He's gonna be fine. Anything <laughs> that happened to him, it was character building. Exactly. Um, <laughs> That's what my older brothers told me too. Yeah, Anything that happened to him, he's fine. He's alive and well. Yep. Um, <laughs> what do you think your future looks like after high school?
1: So, I will be attending Oklahoma State University, um, go pokes, on an ad communications degree. So, like like I said earlier, I love everything ad communications, like pictures, graphic design, writing, whatever else you can think of that goes with it. I love it. So, that's what I will be getting my
0: degree in. Well, guess who's going to be back at OSU pursuing their ad comm degree next year? Woohoo! I know. I tried to convince her. I used a whole of logic about how her initials are KC, which stands for Kansas City, and Kansas City's yellow, and her favorite color's yellow, but Kansas City's also red, and Nebraska's also red, so maybe she should just come here instead, and she, did. she didn't support, like, it took, like, 30 minutes to get through this path of logic, and she just, like, didn't, she didn't agree, but it's okay. Um, I'm pretty sure she promised me to come visit, which is good, because she knows my address from my giant box I sent to the National Space Center, which got there 20 minutes after they left, and I was like, this is a joke, so when they got oh. back the next week, it was waiting for her on her desk, but, love, oh, yeah, I was texting her that day, and I was like, um, have you left yet, and she was like, yeah, we left 20 minutes ago, and I was like, you're joking, because there's a package <laughs> waiting for you, uh, they just arrived, so you can have that when you get back, um. <laughs> So, kind of flipping from FFA to more broad and to agriculture, what do you think ag looks like in the next 10, 25, 50 years? Oh, my
1: goodness. Okay, so, our ag issues form was, like, integrating technology into ag. So, like, the pros and the cons of it. Um, So, I definitely think that there will be, like, way, way more technology than, like, what we could ever anticipate. Like, obviously, everyone has a smartphone nowadays. So every person in business in agriculture has obviously integrated technology in some sort of aspect, Um, whether it's a self-driving tractor or your grandpa has a smartphone. Um, But I think that there's going to be like some inventions and technologies that are going to like propel the ag industry like way, way further than like what we could ever imagine.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, because. Um, Not even um, just technology, but also AI, uh, artificial intelligence, not artificial insemination, um, is propelling the agricultural industry right now. And so, as you mentioned, self-driving tractors. Ten years ago, we didn't have that. Yeah. um, Where we had to drive it manually and think about everything and think through those things. But also, we've also upgraded from pivots or uh, two pivots from irrigation pipes, right? And so we were talking about that in history the other day. I don't really know how we got on that topic. We're, we were talking about um, industrial revolution or something, and then we got on pivots. So that class we don't really stay focused in, but it's okay. <laughs> it's part for the course at this point. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, I think you're right. Um, upgrading technology, 100%. So who is someone... Within agriculture or even the FA that inspires you. Oh my goodness!
1: Okay, so there are three people, and I don't, I don't know which one wins out of who's inspired me more. Um, coincidentally, they have all been Northeast area vice presidents: um, Carsten Cuetta, and now Garrett Case, one of my best friends. Um, there's those are three people that just like. They wake up every morning, and they make the world a better place. Like, every single day. And I think that, like, their positive outlook on life and, like, everything else is just something that, like, I strive to have every time that I wake up in the morning.
0: Well, and Carson, because I didn't get to really talk to you about it because um, I'm a Central Region girl. And yeah. And so, our... Oh, who was our candidate? Oh, crap. Um... Presley and, oh my, who was before her? I don't even remember. Um, I'm not even going to try and make up a name because I don't even know. Um, <laughs> one of the officers on Dalton's team, whoever that was, um, <laughs> those were the people that we really were around. Um, so we kind of missed out on Central Region. And then obviously, um, Kirsten was well, past or done, well done with three years service us before. I even knew what a blue jacket looked like. So, um, never got to see her on the FA except for this year, which was something super special. But, um, Kirsten Cantrell, um, if you heard her RA, which I know you did, she sent me that picture, um, <laughs> if you heard her RA convention, um, it was all about counting joy and finding joy. And so, yes. truly is someone who wakes up every morning, um, and when she goes to bed because We have joy journals, obviously. Um, Counts joy from the day and chooses to count joy in the morning. And so I think um, if you're looking, anyone in particular, if you're looking for someone to um, be a role model and show you how to have a positive outlook on every single thing that happens in your life, especially when you're crying on the flight home, because we've talked about that way too many times. um, Go find Corson because I'm sure she'd love to talk to you about that. Because that? she truly is she truly is someone who does it.
1: Her faith and, like, how she just sees the positive in literally everything. Oh, God, I love her so much.
0: I sometimes don't know how she does it. Like, um, trying to find Joy crying on the flight home with the flight attendant in it in front of me. Keep asking me if there was something wrong. Which, obviously, there's something wrong if I'm crying on a flight home, okay? Okay? Just, like, leave me alone or let me be. Um, finding Joy in that was not easy, like, at all. It was actually... Um, very difficult um, <laughs> probably because I was in tears and the spy team it would not leave me alone I was sitting in the front row of the plane and I was like ma'am please just stop talking to me stop. Um, yeah I was like I'm in tears and you're still trying to talk to me um, but it's, it's okay she was, she was trying to be nice I guess um, so kind of switching gears and going back to the FFA what is your proudest moment within the FFA I don't know if I have, like, a moment, but I think,
1: like, looking back on how different I am, like, now as a senior versus when I walked through the Ag Barn doors as an eighth grader, um, like, holy crap, wow, kind of thing. Like, I didn't talk to anybody, and now I don't shut up. Like, I wouldn't make friends with anybody. Like, I was just, like, sat in a corner quiet in hoodies and, like, just – I didn't, like, dress up. I didn't look nice. And I was just sitting over there quiet, and now I dress like I'm going somewhere fancy all the time. I run around like a crazy person. Um I've lost the ability to be embarrassed, I think, and I don't ever stop talking. So
0: yeah, I think um, as much as it's hard to believe that I had a shell, is three gear. Um while it wasn't a very big shell, it was probably about the size of a shell that, um, maybe a snail would carry around yeah. um, over me. I still had one. And so <laughs> getting rid of that was kind of a struggle because um I didn't know when to make friends with people I did not know. Like, that was not something I did. Yeah. Like, I would exactly. talk, but I would talk to people I knew. Like, I was not someone who, like, stepped outside my comfort zone and was like, hi, who are you? Like, that's yeah. that wasn't me. But now if you know me that 100% is me because I made friends with the most random people from the most random places across the entire United States like now you're right like now I don't shut up like at all um and I think you're right I think um I agree that I used to dress like I did not want to be there and I was probably in what some instauder would call uh, my emo phase, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> whatever we have to do to describe my outfits, um, that's fine. Um, but yeah, getting outside your comfort zone is definitely something that I think the FA has done for a lot, a lot of people. Yes. Um, but I want to know about your science fair stuff because I didn't know until last year, or two years ago, two years ago eighth grade year that you even did agri-science fair so i want to know about those okay so the
1: eighth grade project um somehow one state i don't even know how because it is really random and i'm gonna explain it and you're gonna be like what even um but this was a katie joe smith special idea so it was me and my partner took six brands of popcorn no five brands of popcorn and had Six bags each, and we popped them, and we had to count each individual popcorn kernel that was popped and unpopped um, to see which one gave consumers the most product for their money. Um, that was terrible. That took, like, two weeks to count all of that. It was horrible. Um, so that project actually won state. I'm not sure how. Um, and then we move on to freshman year. That was the difference in store-bought eggs versus farm-fresh eggs in cakes. Um, so, tested the difference of, like, height, color, weight, density, all the things, um, caused by the difference of farm fresh eggs and store-bought eggs. And that one also won't state, which made a lot more sense than the popcorn project. Um, next, what did I do next? Oh, I had four different types of flour, um, and I compared how the cakes were made, With those four types of flour. I used all-purpose flour, self-rising flour, cake flour, and almond flour. Um, And let me tell you, don't ever make a cake with almond flour. It was horrible. Um, So that was that project. I think cake flour was the best, like, had the best color, density, weight, height, all the things. Um, And then last year, I went to OSU and made flour flour that was from organic and conventional wheat varieties um so we made the flour. we tested it on an nri machine which had numbers for like how much protein was in it what the color of it was like how much zinc was in it like all the things were tested by the nri machine um and so that was kind of what's the difference in conventional and organic wheat and like is it worth upcharging a product twelve dollars because it says organic on the package um, And it's not. They have literally the same thing. So that was last year's. And then this year's will my project idea here is because I don't have to do cakes anymore. I get one project left. Um, So I am testing what the difference is caused by PEMF, PEMF technology used on donor does. So like if it increases
0: their egg count or not. Yeah. Well, um, those are all over the map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, oh my. Okay, okay. That, like, oh my. We were always told to make our lot science projects related in some sort. Um, and some of yours are. And then you have popcorn and you have those. those. Yeah. Three of them star. are related. Because
1: I think Miss Smith's idea was, like, you're gonna run for Star. um, So you're going to make all of them related. Um, But I'm not doing that anymore. So I get one last project. And so I was like, I want to do something with MagnaWave. Um, I love MagnaWave. It's like my favorite thing ever. So
0: that's what we're doing. Yeah, I think that's great. Because um, even though Mr. Branscom is like no longer my ag teacher, um, he keeps telling me whenever I see him. Actually, I was told this sitting on the floor before I went on stage for Agri-Science. Um, on Friday morning at convention this year because, of course, that session just happens to be when they play all the videos for American Star and Irish Science, right, the finalists? Yeah. So, we're sitting down there on the floor by these people that I don't even know who were in their own little world, and all of a sudden, he just goes, well, in six to seven years, or maybe it was five to six, I don't actually know, in five to six years, I expect to see your video playing a convention for American Star and Anger science And I just looked at it and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like we're trying to just get through standing on stage in about 20 minutes. I don't need to already be thinking about American Star and Anger science but I will tell you, because Ms. Val told me to go ahead and make my state degree and American degree applications just to see, like, where I'm at so, like, I know what I need to, like, complete them, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would just like to tell you that I went ahead and checked, um, American Start and Artic Science candidate box on my, um, American <laughs> degree <laughs> application because I knew, because I'm pretty sure you can still log in my AET, that I knew if you saw that I had the application and did not have that box checked, you was not going to be very happy. So it is now checked on my, um, American Start or my American degree application. So, I mean, I might as well just do it. I mean, what's the worst thing that happens I don't make it? Okay. They yeah. Still. Exactly. <laughs> like different... right. But, I mean, I'll run for State Stronger Science. We'll see how that goes. Um, That's the only bad thing about moving away is here, if I went State Stronger Science, I'm not getting $31,000 like Abigail Burton got last year. Yeah. I'm gonna... Yeah. Um, Bravo oklahoma fay nebraska fay let's get it together real i want thirty one thousand dollars when i win or if i win like i want that exactly (laughs) oh my um yeah so that's the difference between oklahoma and nebraska fay in case you're wondering um because (laughs) oklahoma fay provides thirty one thousand dollars and nebraska fay doesn't so (laughs) that's okay that's that's fine um I'm glad you're doing agro science for your last year though. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Literally, if you ask anyone that knows me, the only contest I ever focus on is, um, well now it's poorly crow because I had to learn all these motions, like all these random motions that like I never knew even existed, but apparently they do. Um, um, and agro science—that's literally all I ever focus on. So if you yeah. ask me about my FFA career, I'm probably gonna tell you about agro science. Um, but that's okay. It's okay, whatever it takes. So, to kind of wrap up, what advice do you have for the listeners? Um,
1: just, just do it. Like, if you are thinking about doing something, like, you want to run for a chapter office, and you're like, mm, I don't really think I want to, do it. Like, what's, what's the worst that can happen? Like, if you fail, that's okay. Like, you can do it again. It's, that's always kind of my thing, is what's the worst that can happen? Like, don't ask me why, ask me why not kind of thing. Um, Just do it and do it being embarrassingly yourself. Like, I am so bad at being somebody else, but I am really, really good at being me. And I am weird and I am loud and I am outlandish and I am totally okay with that because it's a lot more fun that way. Um, So just do it and just do it being you. And that's my advice.
0: I think, I think that's good. Um, I agree. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why not. Because um, don't ask me why I'm running for American Star. I don't know. <laughs> ask me why I'm not going to run for American Star. Obviously. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I agree. Don't ask me why. Ask me why not. Courtney, thank you for joining me on this episode to share your agricultural and FFA story. Listeners, thank you for listening to Courtney and I in this episode. And join me back here next week where we will have another guest talk all about ag.